You're listening to Sean Kelly Reviews, a presentation of Sean Kelly on Movies at www.skonmovies.com. Now here's your host, Sean Kelly. Hello and welcome to the long delayed second edition of Sean Kelly Reviews. Uh, I'm sorry it has taken me so long to come out with a second episode of this, I just never got around to recording any, so... um, uh, today I will once again review two movies, so uh, on the docket for this episode will be uh, the uh, big uh, blockbuster from last weekend, um, Rampage, and I will also be uh, talking about Blumhouse's True for Dare, so let's get started. I rescued George when he was two years old. He's not just a friend, he's family. Don't move a muscle. Are you crazy? No! Don't move! Uh huh. (laughs) Okay. Very funny. You and I laughing at your joke. New guy, he no laugh. He cry. You can get up now. And check your diaper. Come on. Let's go. Got your message about George. You okay? I don't know. George? It's okay. Is it me or is he considerably bigger? No, he's definitely bigger. I need to find someone who knows exactly what the hell this thing is. I found her. No, that's a lie. Technically, she found us. What's happening to my friend? Are you familiar with genetic editing? Changes will be incredibly unpredictable. Increased strength, George! speed, agility. No! Crowd of cells and chains that can't run. Where's George? I need to see him. He is dangerous. I think it's time for me to turn the man around. We're gonna die! Probably! We've created the next chapter in natural selection. Project Rampage works. You got another one of your little science experiments running around. What do you mean another one? Of course the wolf flies. Stop, stop me. Oh, somebody stop me. Stop me, stop me. Please, somebody stop me. Stop me, stop me. Oh, somebody stop me. It's time we throw everything we can at these things and get people the hell out of that city. Let's go save the world. That's a big arm. Don't fight it. You know there are other ways of dealing with people, right? I do know that, yeah, but that's no fun. George? You okay? Ready to do this, buddy? The popular arcade game hits the big screen with Rampage. The genetics company Energene, headed by Claire Wyden, played by Melon Ackerman, has developed a pathogen called CRISPR that edits the DNA of all animals that come into contact with it. After an explosion at Energene's outer space laboratory, three samples of the pathogen crash land to Earth, infecting a wolf, a crocodile, and George, a rare albino ape being cared for by primatologist Davis uh, Okoye, who's played by Dwayne Johnson. With 
the animals growing to monstrous proportions and gaining heightened aggression, David teams up with former energy scientist Dr. Kate Codwell, played by Naomi Harris, to stop the mutant animals before they reach and destroy Chicago. So, um, Rampage sees the um, reunion of um, Dwayne Johnson with director um, Brad Payton. This is their uh, third collaboration together following... Uh, San Andreas and um, Journey to the Mysterious Island and this is, film is based on the popular uh, 1986 arcade game by Bally Midway uh, while the game solely focused on the mindless carnage of giant monsters destroying cities Rampage comes up with a new story involving an evil genetics corporation whose creations are, is automatic, um, accidentally unleashed onto America. The um, sudden arrival of these monsters attracts the attention of uh, government agent uh, Harvey Russell, who is played by um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as well as a private military group led by Burke, who's played by Joe Manganiello. So, um, as a kid, I had quite a fun playing the Rampage arcade game with its... Um, three monster protagonists of George, Ralph, and Lizzie. Uh, two of those names are actually mentioned in the film. However, I'd probably be the first to admit that Rampage is an odd choice to adapt to the big screen since there is really no story to the video game since it's pretty much just destroying every building in sight, uh, avoiding the army, uh, eating humans from windows, stuff like that. While I can excuse the fact that the filmmakers chose to make the monsters in the film mutated animals as opposed to mutated humans present in the video game, I do think the story of Rampage is a little bit on the um, convoluted side. Uh, Particularly, I wasn't a fan of the uh, figurative mustache trolling of Malin Ackerman as the uh, evil energy CEO Claire Wyden. And... um, the actual um, city destroying of Rampage doesn't happen until the uh, th- third act of the film, and it is qu- somewhat fun to watch, even though it's uh, difficult watching such wanton death and destruction in this day and age, which is a similar response I had to um, Brad Payton's San Andreas. Uh, in some regards, I would argue that Brad Payton is, in some ways, trying to become the next Roland Emmerich with these big disaster films and destruction of cities and it's uh, very awe-inspiring but like um, in a world we live in it, you kind of don't want to see all that anymore so uh, I don't know at the very least I could say that Jeffrey D. Morgan was uh, fun to watch as uh, smarmy government agent Harvey Russell overall I would say that while um, Rampage does deliver on the mindless entertainment I would probably just much rather play the video game. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't try re-releasing the Rampage video game in advance of the film. Uh, All I found was like a tie-in mobile app for the movie. Uh, I'm sure that you'll probably be able to find the Rampage video game on some site somewhere. But it's uh, it's quite fun to play. Um, like I said, it's a very mindless game. You just climb buildings, punch holes in them, and the buildings fall, and you avoid... <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, my uh, rating for uh, Rampage is three and a half stars out of five, which is a fair. 
So uh, my next review will be uh, Blumhouse's True for Dare. Here's the trailer. Are you aware that Olivia is in love with your boyfriend? No, she's not. Will you stop? Uh, Penelope. Dan. Make out with Olivia. Let's get this party started. (laughs) Tight. Carter. Truth. What are your intentions with our sweet Olivia? I needed to find someone with friends that I could trick into coming here. I could tell Olivia was an easy target. I brought you all up here because I'm okay with strangers dying if it means I get to live. What the hell? The game's real. Okay, wherever you go, whatever you do, it'll find you. Refuse to play. You know what? Screw this. And you die. We're not playing the game. It's playing us. So what do we do? Only choose truth. Marky's constantly cheating on Lucas. Lucas, wait. I'm sorry. Touch me again and I'll break that hand. That's not how this works. Only the game decides. Break Olivia's hand. You have to do it. Look as pissed as I am at you right now. There's no way I'm going to break your hand. Well, you don't really have a choice. God, just do it. This game is too smart. Half the people in this photo are now dead. We need to find what started all this. How do we get out of this game alive? You can't. It only ends when all the players are dead. Ah! And your turn's next. Dare me to choose which one of you to kill. No! Truth or dare. A game of truth or dare turns deadly in Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. Humanitarian college student Olivia, played by Lucy Hale, is convinced to go on a spring trip break trip to Mexico of her best friend Marky, played by Violet Bean, and her boyfriend Lucas, played by Tyler Posey, along with fellow friends Penelope, played by Sophie Lee, Tyson, played by Nolan Gerald Funk, Brad, played by Hayden Zetto, and Ronnie, played by Sam Lerner. At a Mexican bar, Olivia befriends a charming stranger named Carter, played by Landon Liberon, who leads the group to an old dilapidated mission for a game of truth or dare. However, it turns out that Carter has tricked Olivia and her friends to be afflicted by a demonic curse that requires them to keep playing the game or else they will die. So, this is the um, latest horror film from production company uh, Blumhouse, who are probably best known for um, Split and Get Out. And um, director um, Jeff Wadlow, who um, directed a horror film called Cry Wolf back in 2005, but is probably better known for Kick-Ass 2. And um, 
True for Dare uh, follows a group of college students who uh, find themselves cursed by a deadly game of True for Dare. The demonic force that has attached itself to the game requires the friends to um, keep playing with everyone who lies or refuses to perform a dare, ending up dead. Uh, Olivia and her friends rush to find the source of this curse and find a way to cure themselves. So, um, for uh, nearly a decade I've had a very love-hate relationship with producer um, Jason Blum and his uh, Blumhouse production house, uh, which has pretty much um, dominated the mainstream horror market since uh, Blum picked up the um, distribution rights for um, Paranormal Activity uh, back in 2009. Uh, I will not deny that Blumhouse has generated many uh, hits over the years, and um, last year's Get Out even got a Best Act, Best Picture um, Oscar nomination. However, um, with um, Blumhouse's films being relatively low budget, um, there seems to be a focus more on quantity than quality, with there uh, being just as many duds and hits for Blumhouse. Uh, True for Dare is a perfect example of this type of um, paint-by-numbers horror film that is greenlit and set for release, where it will likely ge- generate a small profit for the um, horror faithful before fading to obscurity. So, um, True for Dare features a hot young cast that includes uh, Lucy Hale from Pretty Little Liars and Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf, and um, the film has a plot that seems like it would be right at home in the J-horror craze from the early 2000s, except instead of a, like a cursed videotape, we're dealing with a cursed game of True for Dare. In of itself, True for Dare has an inherently ridiculous premise, which is made even more so by the fact that the uh, demonic force controlling the game takes over people and gives them an over-the-top grin that is described in the film as like a messed-up Snapchat filter. It is for uh, this reason alone that True for Dare is more funny than scary, which is actually not that good for a film that is trying to play things completely straight. I'm probably not going to waste too much more time talking about True for Dare, so my overall conclusion is that this is a personification of everything that I dislike about uh, paint-by-numbers mainstream horror films, and the Blumhouse Productions in general. Uh, I should probably emphasize that I don't necessarily dislike Blumhouse. Uh, there are films that they have released that I quite like. However, Blumhouse also releases every horror film that I do not like, so it's a bit of a catch-22 there. But um, True for Dare was one of the duds, and I gave it a Two out of five stars, which was disappointing. And that ends this episode of Sean Kelly Reviews, and I will see you next time, hopefully sooner rather than later. Sean Kelly Reviews is a production of Sean Kelly on Movies at www.skonmovies.com. The music is Out of the Fog from the website podsummit.com. You can support Sean Kelly by going to patreon.com slash skonmovies. You can read Sean Kelly's writing at www.skonmovies.com.